Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And let's and we say it to together. Say, yes, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What a blessing of the Lord. You know, God is so good and gracious. And we want to talk about that word thanks, thank you, and thanksgiving. I think that one word, Kathy, goes over all languages of the world. It makes people smile when you say thank you. That's right. Thank you. Yes, it is <laughs> such a blessing of the Lord uh, to say thank you. Thanks. And I, I, I don't care what nationality, creed, whatever. When you tell someone thank you, you can see it on their face. You express to them that you care. Yeah, especially when it comes from the heart. Because right. it's just words unless it's coming out of your heart. Yeah. When it comes out of your heart, it also not just comes out of your mouth. You see it in your eyes. And, you know, we want to start this thing off since it's Thanksgiving Day. And I know y'all probably watching this and <gasps> I'm so full. I don't know what to do it myself. And that's good. But, you know, we had a president, <laughs> a great president. His name was George Washington, who gave a proclamation. Now, you know, Kathy, uh, I can remember, I've, I've lived with a lot of different presidents. You I can, aren't as old as George, though. No, I wasn't. No, no I was older than George. I, I mean, was, to be with George. No, was. I mean, I, I didn't meet George. You know, <laughs> Not he, personally. He passed away right before I was born. <laughs> but, no, no, I'm just joking. Um, you don't hear many presidents use the name of Jesus. Most of them just say God. And I understand why from the political kickback because we are a nation of all different nationalities, colors, creeds, religions, and things of that nature. But as far as I'm concerned, we are a Christian nation because it was founded upon Judeo-Christian principles and ethics. And George Washington, our first president, and I'm going to read some of this. This is a proclamation that he gave, if you don't mind, unless you want to read it. You go ahead. No, well, you sure? I'm sure. Okay. This is what he said in 1789. She was supposed to read, but I decided to read. Let me have my, other, my sheets oh, okay. behind it because oh, yeah, I'll sure. follow along, make sure you get it right. Oh, yeah, glory to God. <laughs> it says, where it is, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. Now, this is coming from a president. Think about that. To obey his will. Can you imagine that today? Could you imagine John Kennedy saying that, JFK? Can you imagine Dwight David Eisenhower? Richard Nixon, these are the people that I uh, knew as presidents. Uh, you know, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, you know, just name just a few. Can you imagine somebody saying this? Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. Boy, they don't do that today. To obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving. You mean to tell me that both houses got together and agreed on something? Yeah, it can be done. Yeah, if you use the word thank you. Uh-huh. Isn't that something? Watch this. Let me say, to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is this beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be. Can you imagine any congressman, senator, president, governor saying these words today? Yeah. 
This is what this nation was founded upon. Mm -hmm. This is coming from the top and recommended by both houses of Congress. Mm -hmm. We have this. a great history Who? in our nation. That we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care, protection of the people of this country, previous there to their becoming a nation for the signal of manifold mercies and the favorable interpositions of his providence, which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war, the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have since enjoyed. Mm -hmm. This is amazing to me. I, I, I can't imagine any political figure saying this today. Watch this, and, which we have been able to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed. So he called freedom of religion a blessed thing. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? And the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge and in general for all the great and various favors which he has been pleased to confer upon us, and also that we may then unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications. Watch what he says. To the great Lord and ruler of nations. This is President George Washington talking to us from the past right now. Mm -hmm. This is what this nation was founded upon. I ain't saying they were perfect. But look at this. The Lord and ruler of nations. And beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions. Now he's asking for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. To enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform, and I like this, our several and relative duties properly and punctually to render our national government a blessing to all the people. Watch this. By constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly, faithfully executed and obeyed to protect and guide all sovereigns. They had kings and things, and we still have queens today, and nations, especially as such have shown kindness unto us. And he ends with this. And to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and the increase of science among them and us. So he wasn't against science. And neither is religion, neither is God. And generally to grant all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best, given under my hand at the city of New York, the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1789. Don't you wish that would be happening today? Mm -hmm. Don't you wish that the, the president would come upon and, uh, and they'd say, ladies and breaking news, mm -hmm. and the president would say, let's thank God that we have a nation that's free. Yes. Well, a George, nation that's secure, a nation that's protected. Right. George Washington was known to be a man of prayer. In fact, they often, uh, you hear the story about when there was a group of people, I guess, gathered, and when the government was being formed, they, and someone would ask, well, which one is George Washington, you know? They'd say, he's the one kneeling down. He's the one kneeling. And we have a, a print of that in our ministry yeah. office, mm -hmm. near your office, and it serves to remind us that prayer should be the foundation of everything we do as a as a ministry, as a person, as an individual, as a family, 
but especially as a nation. And I love the fact that he wasn't just praying. In fact, he was telling, he was instituting this to encourage other people to pray right. and showing us what we should be praying for. And a lot of this is based on scripture and things, how we're supposed That's to be right. praying for the nations. And Judeo there are many, many instances in the Bible where we see different leaders and statesmen that called their nation back to repentance because they had a, a heart for prayer and repentance for the for Well, you know, Kathy, you remind me of this. If you have a leader that doesn't pray, he's not a good leader. He's not being directed by the God who created everything. People say, I don't believe in that. That still doesn't change it. See, a lot of people think because they don't believe in something, that changes it. No, it doesn't. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I was very, really impressed when President Trump was in office, when he asked Bishop Harry Jackson, who is now in the presence of God, who went home with the Lord, right. to pray in the Oval Office. I was not expecting to hear what Bishop Harry Jackson would say or they would let him say. Because, you know, most presidents say God. And I understand why, as I said earlier, because of political ramifications. But Bishop Harry Jackson, who was a phenomenal black man, good, my great man, he prayed in the name of Jesus. Now, say, so, well, I'm not Christian. Okay, that's between you and God. I say, I don't have a problem with that. That's, that's between you and God. But to be able to have the freedom to say that. Right. You know, I've been around Muslims, and I didn't get offended when they used the name of Muhammad. That did not offend me. Because that's what they believed. And that's I've been around right. Buddhists right. that use the name of Buddha. And that, not, that did not offend me. It's amazing to me why people get offended when the name of Jesus is spoken. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it didn't offend me. I mean, if you want to be a Buddhist or if you want to be a Muslim or whatever, uh, a, a Sikh, you know, in the Indian nation and from India, whatever, whatever. That, that's between you and God. But when you understand when a leader of such magnitude like George Washington, and the Congresses who have fought from the day they came together, those two houses, to come together in one mind and one card. They had enough sense to know hmm. that the word thank you is very powerful and we need to give thanks. Now I want to go to my constitution, <laughs> which is Philippians chapter 4, right. the Bible. Paul writing to the church at Philippi, and he loved the church at Philippi. Sure, yeah, he started. And he said this. In verse 6. Well, let me read verse 4. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He had to say it twice. Because <laughs> people get mad at you if you're too happy. Right. I have been rawly criticized because of my joy. They say, my God, ain't nobody can be that happy. Well, I am. <laughs> and why am I that happy? Because I'm better than anybody else? No, I just got enough sense to know I thank God every day. Because every day above ground is a good day. And I thank God for all that he's done all that he's doing, and all that he's going to do. So that's why I like to start with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. He says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Now verse 6 is where I want to get to. He says, be careful for nothing, but in everything. Now what does everything mean to you? Everything, right? Yeah. What does everything mean to you, Kathy? Everything. Everything. But in everything, watch this, by prayer, ah, the language of God. And supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. Watch this. Why did he tell you to say thank you when you were praying to him asking for things? Because he's going to answer your prayer. 
And then when he answers your prayer, verse 7 kicks in, mm -hmm. and the peace of God. Yeah. The peace from God, the peace with God, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, so it goes beyond your intellectual activity, and shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. Wow. That's why we have Thanksgiving. That's why uh, I'll tell you thank you when you do something for me, or you'll tell me thank you. Or um, people sometimes are so shocked if I go out, me and you go out and we, we eat out quite a bit because, you know, it's just me and Kathy now, you know. Jody's grown up, you know, our, our grandbaby. We go out and eat with them, actually. And uh, I thank people. You know, I said, boy, you, did, you really served us well. Thank you. And it, it, you see a smile come up on their face. Mm -hmm. You know, a thank you. We are observing Thanksgiving Day for you that are watching all over the world. And if your country doesn't have one, start one in your house. Mm -hmm. I mean, pick a day. Pick a day, whatever one you want. And then invite your family and friends, have a dinner, and say, we're going to thank God. We're going to thank God that he gave me a wonderful daughter, he gave me a wonderful son, that he gave me a home to live under. Well, I don't have much. I just, I, I'm, I'm in Africa. I'm living in a tent. Thank him for it. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, the peace of God that passes all understanding will come inside of you, and no matter what the world is doing, that make any difference. God's word will come to pass. Mm -hmm. Now, when I read this proclamation, now I never heard the voice of George Washington, mm -hmm. but I could hear it through his words. Right, right. And when, what really struck me more than anything is that the recommendation came from both houses of Congress, mm -hmm. which means they both had disagreements, but when it came to say thank you, mm -hmm. think about that. They had just come out of a great war. Right. Revolutionary. The, yeah, the Revolution, Revolutionary War. See, they declared the Declaration of Independence July the 4th, 1776. So this was but you had to fight 1789. A war. That's right. So they had, well, how long was that? Well, over 10 76 years? 76 to 86 is 10. Years. That's 14 years. 14 years. They had that had passed. You know, you can say I'm free, but using freedom is Took free, but it definitely isn't cheap. They you got to fight for it. They fought the battle for years. You have to fight for it. That's why you found George Washington on his knees a lot. Yeah. It would be nice. I know it would freak out people if uh, our president, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or what are you are, would kneel. Mm. Do something like that in front of, and it would shock the world. Would he get criticism, he or she, whoever it may be as president? Because I don't have a problem with a woman being president. I don't, I don't care about that. What, or, or, or man, it didn't make no difference. But to be able to say, you know, I humble myself before this nation and before God Almighty. Now watch this. I believe in God because I know it's true. But I know some atheists. Now you ready for this? I'm going to get mad at me when I'm going to say this. But I respect their belief if that's what they want to believe because I was raised and birthed in a nation of freedom. You know, you really can't say you respect their non-belief because they believe. They believe. But it's some, in... Again, they believe right. against something. What I like about atheists, so I do like something, but they talk more about God than Christians. <laughs> They're more of a witness, and by witnessing against God, it makes you think God all the time. They don't realize what they're doing. Yeah. I really think so. You know? Wasn't there that movie? I could be wrong. I hope I'm right on this. I remember that movie we love to watch. We watch it every Christmas or uh, holiday season. Think maybe it's Easter or whatever. Ben-Hur. And I it, love Ben-Hur. And it starts out. Judah Ben-Hur. It starts out 
a tale of the Christ. Yes. Ben Hur, a tale of the Christ. And I think it was the man who wrote it, the way I heard the story, uh, wrote it because he set out to disbelieve Christianity, yet right. he was converted. Yeah. And it was so powerful. His his heart was so I, I changed would... that he wrote this story, which we, we watch every year. Because when it's all said and done, I mean, you know, you have a right to believe anything you want. That's what's good about America, you know. And I would tell people today, don't ever criticize America. Is there a lot of things bad with it? Well, yeah. Yeah, because why? Because they got human beings in it. Everybody is no one's perfect. But to be able to go to a store and there is food, to be able to uh, have freedom of speech, and today a lot of people are trying to take that away and let you say what they say. They call it cancel culture. Yeah, this is craziness. You can't change history, but you can change the future. Mm, that'll preach. You can't change history. can't change the past. Because the past never sees the future, but you can change future. You can say, you know what? I was going to do that, and I decided not to do that. Mm. So I made up my mind today as we come on this boardroom chat that we talk about Thanksgiving. You know, and everybody's cooking dinners and this, the wonderful smells of food and happiness and families being together and things of that nature. That's a blessing. Now, I want to make this announcement to those that get depressed during the holidays. Mm. You know, they do, you know maybe because maybe they don't have family. Well, I'll be your family. Yeah, I'll be you too. We may be distant. You may not know me. I may not know you. But that's not that. That has nothing to do with it. Because faith destroys all distance between us and you. Yeah, we should have had a turkey right here or something. Hallelujah! But we and, ate and it, and then we're like, we're at, <laughs> we well, just for the taping and just but so we could participate. Like you're on the other side right. of the table. You know what we do around our table is we always talk about what are you thankful for. And, yes. and there's always a wonderful time of remembering. And it's so important to remember so all the great important. things that we're thankful for and you know, say those things. And so when I read this, when I take this, this is my constitution for life. And I love this, and I do this daily. And I want to go uh, to Psalms 95, Kathy. And look what it says in Psalms 95. And this is a wonderful verse. Psalms, Proverbs, that'll help you if you don't know where it's at in the Bible, about the middle of the Bible. I like what it says in Psalm 95, verse 1. It says, Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. I read that at church this past Sunday. As now, well. watch this, verse 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving mm -hmm. and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms or with songs. For the Lord is a great God Amen. and a great king above all gods. Mm. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his. He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Verse 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our, our maker. maker. Ooh, now I could go on. This is a powerful, powerful verse. Powerful chapter, actually. So I come before him with thanksgiving. So when I pray, I, I present my petition, my supplication, my petition and supplication with thanksgiving. Do you know why I know God will bless you? Because he told me to say thank you when I finish bread, mm. which means he's going to answer. Right. And he said, if you delight yourself, therefore, in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart, not his heart, yours. Hmm. But see, you have the heart of God, so you're only going to desire what he desires. It's just common sense. I, I, I enjoy my friends, and I don't have many of them. I have a lot, tons of acquaintances. I travel so much, I've met, who, Lord, I don't know how many people. 
just the, yesterday, a good friend called me mm -hmm. to talk about my heaven vision. Uh-huh. You know, wanted the DVDs on it, so we got to send it out. Right. And I never forget what he said. He said, I'm tired of hearing piecemeal. I want the whole <laughs> thing so I can hear it all because it just blessed me. And uh, who was that friend? You want to know? <laughs> it was Kenneth Copeland he called me. Kathy, I was in my, I was in my, uh, what I call Your my nap chair. Your lazy boy chair. My nap chair. <laughs> she came in. She said, uh, Brother Copeland won't talk to you. I said, hey, Kenneth. And I just thought, he said, man, I want that DVD. We had a wonderful conversation. It was a blessing. I thank God for friends because Jesus said, a friend stick it closer than a brother. And I love what he said. He said, I call you friends. What he was saying in essence, without using the word thank you, but thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being there. You know, me and Kathy have been married 51 years. We've been through some pretty hard times. One time we went to the grocery store with $3 and pennies. You remember that? I remember that. My Lord, I stepped out. I mean, we had nothing when we got, uh, uh, got we brought, saved. We bought macaroni and cheese. It was 10 cents a box. <laughs> I don't eat much macaroni and cheese anymore. <laughs> I do like it, but I'm just saying. And we had $3. And, you know, it didn't, I mean, we just ran out of money. Yeah, and and I you got, had a job, but it would be a week before you would get paid. But no, so what happened is the, the Dallas Union, we were living in Dallas. I was playing music in those days. I didn't know you had to be a part of the union, and they canceled my contracts. Uh, so it took six weeks to get into the union. They weren't mad at me. I didn't know you had to. So I was putting union musicians out of a job because they would yeah, hire me. but you me. got a job, another job doing something else. Remember, you worked yeah, uh, as a landscaper. Weeds. You know, that's the oldest profession, just in case you don't what, know pulling it. weeds? No, landscaping. landscaping. A lot of people think it's something else, but it's landscaping. Uh, I know what you said. Yeah, that's right, because he said, he said, keep it and dress it mm -hmm. in the garden. That's right. Now, watch this. I mean, because I, I had promised her before God at Holy Rosary Catholic Church, before the priest, all these people at the wedding, that I would take care of her. So pride ain't got anything to do when you got to do what you got to do. Hmm. We went to them. We got that, that macaroni and cheese. We came home. We cooked it. And, I mean, and, and we were happy. And I just, but I knew I wouldn't just stay there, you know. And we actually prayed over the macaroni and cheese. Thank you, Lord. We were taught to pray over our food all my life. And, uh, so, and uh, so we just did, you know. And, uh, of course, that didn't happen. About a week later, man, I, I started making thousands of dollars a week. Bam, just that quick. But I'll never forget that, that, that store with those three. But they said, y'all must really like <laughs> macaroni. It was 10 cents a box. So they see, we had $3, and we had 30, uh, we had, we had 30 boxes. <laughs> we had, I don't know how many we bought. Yeah, it was 10 cents. I'll never forget it. $3 and pennies. details of it. Pennies. Because, I mean, I, I had paid the rent. If, uh, no, if apartment. you remember, I got a job as an uh, assistant uh, at, the, it, at the apartment complex that we're at. The and Spanish we, Square Apartments in Arlington on Park Road. See, I, I remember, remember that. I remember that, that I, is? Had, I, was, I had a job to show the apartments whenever the manager wasn't there and, there, and then we got free rent because of that. Yeah, they gave us a benefit of free rent. Thank you, Jesus. But at the time we went to the pennies, we didn't have, we didn't have that then. You see, we Things were, started turning around. Yeah, and I thought, I'll do whatever I had to do. And I was working days and nights to do whatever. But there was two things I've never done in my life. I've never broke faith with God, and I've never broke faith with myself. I know what I can do. It may not be up to your standard, but I could do the, I always did my best. And you know, I used to tell Jody when she went to school, you know, I want you to make A's. But if you make a C and it's the, you did your best, that's an A. 
That's an A. And I like what George W. Bush said. He said, uh, he said, my grades were not that good at Harvard, but I did become president of the United States. He said, I made C's. <laughs> and, you know, most people wouldn't have enough guts to say that. Of course, all you got to do is look up his record. You know, he president, was president then. But there's nothing you can't do if you're just willing to work hard and say thank you in the process. Because if you say thank you in the process through your life, people remember that man or that woman is polite and, and they thank you when you do something for them. That's what Paul was writing to the church at Philippi. Mm -hmm. He said, you blessed me, you honored me. They became his partners, you see. Right, that's right. And they're just such a blessing. So what do you have to be thankful for? I have a lot to be thankful for. Thankful for good health, thankful for my family, thankful for the calling that he's placed on our life and all the people. I was thinking about this. I even mentioned it when we had a service recently. Uh, you know, in January, it'll be 46 years that you've 46 been preaching, preaching the gospel. Come January I remember of praying, 2022. I remember praying for you to get saved. I know your family, your mother prayed for me to get saved. And thinking about all the people's lives that have been impacted since that, that time happened and all these years. I know we'll see them when we get to heaven, but I have, I'm thankful for all the lives that have been impacted through our ministry over the years. And we have a lot of chats that we've, we, I don't know, I think this is over 100 chats. I, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know, just a we bunch of We used to keep track we of that. We chat a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we chat a lot even when we're not here, but we, we have our conversations, but I have a lot to be thankful for. Thankful to God for you and all of our staff. Of course, my daughter, my granddaughter, and um, so it's, it's not the you things know, that I'm the most thankful for, it's for the people. Yeah. What about you? It, to me, what I'm thankful more than anything, that the Lord can't remember my sin. <laughs> I was such a sinner. And don't say amen. You can't remember it either. No, no, well, no I can and I you shouldn't. Know, I don't like it No, no, let me, let, it. let me answer that. That's one thing that I can do that God can't do. God cannot do this, but I can do this. He cannot remember my sin. He didn't cover my sin. He washed it away. I can remember it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, and I'll go to say something I did and I shouldn't even say that because he doesn't have the foggiest idea what I'm talking about because he washed it away. I thank God that he had mercy and grace because if anybody deserved to go to hell, was me. Oh, no, but Jesse. See, you met Jesse the plan as the save man. You never met me before I was born again. Oh, son. I mean, I was cold as a fish. I had I, I didn't care who I hurt to get what I wanted. It didn't make no difference to me. I just did whatever I wanted to do. And I mean, I can't even say some of those things because they were that bad. Say, I mean, I, I, and, and things of that nature. But when Christ came in my life, he didn't point out my sin. Mm -hmm. He said, here I am. Here I am. All you have to do is acknowledge me. And I did. I didn't know how to pray. And Billy Graham, I had to, God, what a man. I had watched him on television. I didn't know how to pray a salvation prayer. Do you understand that? I prayed, I said, uh, whatever Billy says. Remember that? I told you that. I said that just like that. I didn't know this. Whatever Billy says. Boom, the Lord came into my life. But when he came in, all the junk, all the sin, all the hatred, all the coldness. All the bondage. Bond, the everything it went out of me. Mm -hmm. And I was born again. And, and that, 
I mean, I've had a lot of miracles in my life. The Lord has really physically touched my body. He's protected my life. I've been down on three airplane crashes. And, uh, and the Lord has been good. And that's why I have a plane, because I know it's safe. I flew in late last night. I had Kathy with me and preaching the gospel and uh, to get ready for Thanksgiving and to do these, uh, these chats. I, I mean, because we just, uh, we, there ain't no rest for the, for the weary here in Jesse Plans Ministry. We just running all the time. Uh, I've had great miracles, financial miracles. Lord Jesus, some of the things that have happened to me, some people can't believe it because it sounds that it's got to be the biggest lie you ever saw in your life. But they physically happened. But nothing like the day, Labor Day weekend, Saturday night at a quarter to nine, Boston, Massachusetts, in a bathroom when I gave my life to Jesus. Yeah. Now, I've had phenomenal spiritual things in that. Nothing comes close to that. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Filled with the Holy Ghost was great. I misunderstand me not knocking right. as a second best. Right, right. I'm just saying God looked past my fault. Well, what he did was looked at me through the blood of Christ. Now, buddy, I say thank you every day for that. That's right. And that I, and then I heard this. What are you doing? He said, I'm building you a house. Jesus was a carpenter. Uh-huh. He built me a home in heaven, debt free. Hmm. And it's not a trailer. <laughs> it's not a duplex. It's a mansion. Mm-hmm. Then he said this. My will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, you got a lot to be thankful for. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So when you see, that's what Paul would say, be careful for nothing, because it doesn't make no difference what they say. Yeah, I'm thankful, too, for my salvation, just like you are. I remember that moment. And everybody has that moment when yeah. they encountered the risen Christ, Not maybe not physically seeing him, but he came into your heart, and your heart was changed instantly. I know mine was. I remember... I don't remember the words that I prayed, also Billy Graham on TV. Yeah. We were in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or a suburb of that in the hotel Mendota there. Mendota Heights. Your people in Minneapolis area, <laughs> cross the bridge, Next. I think from St. Paul or something, or my, yeah. on that St. Paul. In Mendota May, Heights. That's where May we of 1973, and I remember my life instantly changed radically. My heart was transformed. And then my heart became thankful for that experience as far as, and also thankful for the the um, ability that I had that I could change my life. The situ- Our marriage wasn't going in the right direction because oh, no. we were just no, You much... were going in the right direction. I was going no, in the wrong direction. No, but even then, I didn't know God, but we weren't Yeah, but really... even then, okay, I, got, I, got to, I got to interrupt you. You were a good person. I was the devil from hell. I can't seem to get that through your head. That <laughs> it doesn't matter that I was a good person. I didn't know God. And so we're two polar opposites, that's true. And you may be watching and you may be a good person or you may be an infidel like this one was. <laughs> but regardless... It's the truth, the, I have to say it. The bottom line is we, everybody on the entire face of the planet, the moment you, you have a personal choice to accept Jesus in your heart. And it, you may not know the words to say like neither Jesse or I, I did. I didn't know how. But that when that decision is made in your heart, it's like a switch flips on and you are eternally changed. And it, God gives you a, a, a new heart. And it's a heart that's full of thanksgiving for, for just knowing him. And that is transformational beyond description. And that's why thanksgiving is so important to us. And it's, it's a day, but we're thankful every day. Oh, God. Yeah, I, uh, the holiday season is my favorite time. My favorite day is Christmas 
uh, and, and Thanksgiving is so close to it. You know, you almost, they merge because it's all about God in my life. Yeah. That's why I enjoy going to church. Uh, people say, man, I just, uh, you know, man, well, maybe you, you're a churchgoer, but church is not in you. You just you know, go Jesse, to it. Some see? people just show up at church and they're yeah. more or less a spectator. But when you go to church, make a determination to be a participator and it's going to change your experience. <laughs> go there, bring something with it. You know, people sit home and watch church on TV because, or on websites or I, you know, on their iDevice or whatever it is. Some people can't help it, they have no other choice, but others have a choice. And to sit home and just have that experience, really, you're hurting yourself. You limit your yes. experience. And, it's, and it becomes not just about you, about entering into God's presence, but it also, you get in a position when you come to participate, you, God shows you where you can serve and help someone else. It changes your life drastically. Oh, okay. you know, it's like the best kept secret. is oh. It's like spiritual vitamins when you serve the Lord rather than just attend or just yeah. be a spectator. When you enter into that worship, you know, it, it changes everything. Well, like I said, you know, a lot of people are church girls, but church is not in them. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I like to watch people in church. I just enjoy at, at our church. I call her the flag lady. She like to take off of that flag and go flying all the way across the thing. And people go, whoa, where's he going? <laughs> and, you know, people say, I don't think that ought to happen in church. Well, how many times you've seen at a football game a guy take a flag and go run all 100 yards all the way to the other side? And everybody shouted about that. Why? Because he, was, he or she, whoever it was, was exuberant mm -hmm. and showing their joy. So why can't you show the joy of the Lord in, in God's house? Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not I talking about doing things wrong. I'm just talking about, and then I see some people, they land like, tears just coming down their cheeks. See, you miss that. You miss that when you're at home. That's why Jesus said, forsake not the sending of yourself. And you see that, at all oh, that purity of God in people's lives. And all of a sudden, God will heal someone. And an expression of great thanksgiving comes out. And they said, I have to tell you what just happened. Yeah. Now, at our church, because we believe, don't get mad at me, we believe in prosperity, we love to be a giver so much. Then I say, it's time to receive the offer. They start screaming and hollering. And they go, what? Why? Because they thank God they got something to give. Right, and the opportunity. And the opportunity. And the fact that it's given into good soil and someone else will believe with them for their harvest. Yeah. God provides it, it, seed to the sower, <laughs> you know. Like uh, the other day, Kathy wanted me to take her to a store, so we went. And uh, she wanted me to get interested, which I was not interested. She was buying a belt. She wanted a belt. See, women notice things. <clears throat> I mean, she had noticed that women got a belt. Oh, that's a Gucci belt. They got the two G's on that. And then, uh, you know, we'll get you a phone with five G's. Whatever you know, and the, or the LV, uh, Louis Vuitton. Now, I wasn't paying that much attention because to me, a belt's a belt. She goes, Jesse, Jesse. And I was uh, trying to talk, Jesse. And I, now, if it would have been a whole outfit, I can understand it, but it's a belt. That wide. What do you think? You, do you like it? Yeah, I like it. But, and I probably should have showed more interest. Probably. <laughs> Over a belt. Finally, she got the one she wanted. She said, you like this one? I said, yeah, but I like that one better. Well, I don't like it. Well, I'm not wearing it. Well, buy the one you want. You know, that's fine. Whatever. And, you know, and those belts are expensive. Me, I prefer to go down to Dillard's and get me a belt for 12 bucks. <laughs> Just stick it on, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't make any difference. But she liked the belt. And, and, uh, and, and well, I mean, now watch this. She tried it on at the store. We got home. She pulled it out the bag and tried it on again. 
and, and uh, because she enjoyed that. Now, what I, what reason why I'm saying that, I was thankful that I could purchase that belt. Oh, that's not much enough. Ah, even the little things, the big things, you should say thank you all the time. Yeah. Now, and I, don't I said doubt. thank you as we were coming out of That's the right. store, and I'm just getting ready for Christmas. I know you really wanted me to have it. Oh, yeah. And so she I, always <laughs> says that. She said, something she asked. She said, she said oh, Jesse, you think? On Christmas. She said, oh, Jesse, that's so expensive. Do you want me to have it? I said, oh, that's what I live for. <laughs> that's what, I, know. I mean, don't you want to give somebody something they like? But it don't have to be expensive. I remember Jody telling that, Daddy, talking about me, is the hardest man to buy for because he got everything. And I told her, I said, Jody, this is years ago. I said, Jody, you know why you think it's hard? And she said, why, Dad? I said, because you're looking for something expensive. Don't have to be expensive. It can be two pennies. It can be a card with nothing in it. Just because you thought of it. That in itself is the gift. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Those kind of things. Not naturally you want to. Right. You, know, you want to buy somebody something, if you can, it, you know, whatever, and it, it's a I blessing. I think one of the things I gave you once that you really appreciated is, and I need to do it again, I guess, was I made those, those flannel pajamas for you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I don't like long pajamas because you get too hot, so I, every time she makes it, Kathy's a pretty, she can, it's a seamstress, she can sew a lot. I cut the legs off, not uh, uh, just just by the knees, you know, a little bit above the knee. Yeah. I like, and she go, and she said, "You live in them things." Mm -hmm. Well, I like them. Well, finally, it has infected you. You know why I know that? Yeah, I know. Because you bought flannel sheets the other day. Yeah, but I'm not wearing them around the house. They sit <laughs> on the bed. Yeah, but you, I watched you last <laughs> night. I woke up. You were sleeping. You had them sheets wrapped, tied in the knot. And all you could see was the top of your head, just the hair. Really? And you were talking to somebody. <laughs> and I said, oh, Lord, I'm glad it ain't me. <laughs> Whatever. Because it didn't sound. <laughs> I was rehearsing. Because <laughs> I knew you were going to need it later. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. So we, what we do, we thank God every day for the little things, the big things, for just being who he is. Sometimes in my conversation with God, I said, Lord, I'm... I didn't come here to ask you for anything. Not a thing. I just come to say thank you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he says, who am I? He wants to know if you know much about him. How do you know about people? You fellowship with them. You really want to know about them, you go on vacation with them. Or if even worse, if you've been in a hurricane and you got to live in somebody's house, you really find out who people are. <laughs> and, but thank God they gave you a roof. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, there was a person that used to work for us. He needed a place to stay. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> this is kind of funny to me. Um, they opened up their house. Oh. And this particular people, this person liked Oreo cookies. Well, the person that they opened up, he'd eat all the Oreo cookies. He'd eat everything and would buy one, one bag of Oreo cooking. So I walked, I'd heard about it, you know, so I walked up to him. I said, you know, I think the Lord is speaking to you. Oreo, Oreo, buy a bag of cookies, man. But God, the people are not charging you any rent. You know, in fact, we have, right now I have people, I have a carriage house. It's, good. it's like a we little. We call it that. It's a garage apartment. It's a little garage apartment it, it, behind my house. And we, uh, we letting people stay in there rent free. Why? Well, they needed a place because they, they're looking for they're looking They for lost home. their home. And lost their the home. And, all. So we let, and I pay the utilities. 
I say run the air conditioning as much as you want or the heater. I don't make no difference. It's just going to be a blessing. And, and they're it's very thankful. And we don't expect anything no, from them. No, that's not the issue. It's good to know that they're, the, yeah. I, like, I call it the attitude of gratitude. Well, you I don't know? know how many people have lived in that little apartment until they could get their home. They were looking for stuff. They said, well, but Jesse, how much we owe you? Nothing. Nothing. You owe me nothing. You ain't doing anything. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to be a blessing. Well, thank you. That was enough right there. See, and that's what I'm talking about, that this Thanksgiving uh, day, but it should be every day. You know, when somebody says thank you, I know when you say thank you to me because I did something for you, it makes me want to do more. And when you don't say it, makes me not makes me want to do less. Well, the Lord said, yeah. <laughs> I'll after, actually say, don't you have something you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Lord said something. And we today. even make I, a kind of a joke about it. We do it with an yeah. Elvis accent. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Today, when I did, I finished my morning devotion. The Lord said, "Thank you, devoting that time, devoting that time to me. You devoted that time to me. Didn't have to. Mm -hmm. You see, I want to preach a sermon. I've been talking about it on the gift that God gives man that hurts him a lot, hurts God, and that's the gift of free will. Mm -hmm. And people say, "Why did He do that? Because you know, you don't know if someone really loves you." until they have the ability to reject you. Mm -hmm. In other words, well, they can tell you no. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Then you'll you, find out if love is real. I think one way that love, we really show that love is real when we put someone else first. Or we put constant. someone else above our own needs, our own uh, desires, and that's what happens when we show that we love God, we put him first. Amen. And that thankfulness that we have for him comes across when we put him first in our lives. What would God want me to do in this situation? Well, you, you know, when I see Paul writing this church, now this is thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. He says this in Philippians 4. I love this. How he said. What verse are you going Verse to? 17. Not because I desire a gift. They want to bless him. But I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Mm -hmm. Now look what he says. But I have all. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And abound. That's even better. And I am full. That's even greater. Having received from Ephroditus the things which, which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. He was said, thank you. I mean, you thought of me. Right. And that's a, that's a great blessing. So on this Thanksgiving day, or the day after Thanksgiving, what did they have that? They call that Black Friday? Yeah. Or something like that? That's a shopping day. Now, to day. me... <laughs> you got to be insane <laughs> to sleep outside of a store <laughs> to try to be the first one to get in there when it opens up at 5 o'clock in the morning. This is before the COVID thing, I yeah. think. And just run like crazy to save, I don't know, 10%, 20%, whatever it is. But if that's what you want to do, that's fine. And, I, you know, I've, I've asked people about that, and they go, but Jesse, you got to try it once. And I ain't trying that. They say, it is actually fun. Well, no. You have a different idea of fun. You see, you don't understand this because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a man. I'm a you, man. No, you don't understand because actually what shopping is, and ladies understand this, many, some yeah. men do. Okay, enlighten me now. I'll enlighten uh, you. Old, I great have, shopper. I've said it before, but apparently it didn't <laughs> stick. It didn't so stick. So I'm going to try it myself okay, here we go. best again. So I compare shopping to hunting. And hunting? men, many hunt, many men, the men will go hunting in our area. They'll go hunting in the woods for duck or, or whatever it is they, they hunt. Deer. Deer or whatever. Depends where Colorado, you live, I guess. Yeah. I, but women instead, they hunt. So that's why you can maybe go all day long and not find that perfect thing because you have a certain budget or maybe you just have a full closet or whatever it is. You just have a certain thing you're looking for. So when you're shopping, you're actually hunting. And I've, I've been hunting like 
on my iPad. <laughs> so you hunt, and that's that's what online that's what, shopping. And if you're hunting for that right, like when you went hunting in the woods for elk, and I went with you on some of those, I remember that you could look around. You wouldn't want to get that first deer or elk that came by. You wanted one with the the best one with the with big, big old with, yeah, the big with, rack. With the big rack. So that's you right. can you understand it now? So I got shopping it. is like hunting, it. and it's like you, it's a quest. And when you find that perfect thing at the best price, you just feel really happy about it. Well, can let, let me ask this question in front of everybody. No. Yes, I'm going to do it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready to learn. Okay. How come when you buy something and you take it home, now you tried it on at the store, and you looked in the mirror and you liked it, and you asked me, do you like it? Yes. And they don't just look at it from one angle. I mean, they're flipping and turning and man in every kind of way. Now watch this. They put it in the bag, and we go home. This woman immediately goes to her closet and puts it on again. Why? I not only put it on again, I put it on with several other things and coordinate. Why? Because I have a plan because I, I appreciate it. I'm thankful. And I have oh, a, I know that. But Why? Yeah, why? why? You just had it on. Why would you want to put it on again? Because now I want to try it with my other things. It's called wardrobing. And figuring oh. out how you can implement. In fact, when you shop, many times, most of us, <laughs> are you men, learning there's anything? There's men behind the ca camera going, anything? oh, God. Pay attention. I'm, I'm paying attention. So if you I'm learn. Watching if you. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> but what you do is you wardrobe. I mean, when you shop, wardrobe. you find something that may be not just something, but something that will have multiple uses. Ladies like does, that. Does that dress talk to you? Can when I you're online shopping? You're not listening. <laughs> That's what he does. He lists, he's I'm thinking about you. what he's going to say, I'm and you're not listening. I'm you. <laughs> but you, you find that thing that, oh, yes, this is a great thing, but it has much more potential because I can wear it with A, B, and C. And, or these other things, and how am I going to coordinate that? So that's I did that even with the belt. I put on several mm -hmm. things, and uh, and then I have to look at a different angle to see which angle makes me look smaller, because everybody wants to look smaller, smaller. that I know of anyway. I don't know yeah. very many people that want the other way. Yeah, she asked me, does this belt make my belly look big? Don't say that. But that's what you said. I'm just being That nice. was for your ears only. <laughs> I said, okay. Well, that's not bad. Well, it depends on your answer, I guess. Uh, you, know, you know, I said, no, I not, never thought of it. You know, uh, you know, you just buy a big enough one that it don't slide under, <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, that it fits you, I'm assuming, I don't know, you know. But, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for something else. I'm just thinking about this, uh, the relationship that we have. And, yeah, we have a good And I've gotten so many testimonies from people that, that say they, they like to chat because they can relate. And because uh, they have a similar relationship. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you read? A, uh, we're about ready to go off here. Why don't you read a couple of these testimonies okay. and things? Okay. I love this one. This is so funny. This is we so funny. People got Trina. some funny stuff. They write. Trina said, "You are my favorite reality Holy Ghost show." <laughs> I never thought of us as that. Do I you? guess we are. Because it uh, hopefully it is real. It says, "I love you so with with like four O's so much." Mm. You must go to Sweden. They have delicious strong coffee. Sweden, so she must Sweden. be listening to Yes, my, Kathy my loves strong, strong coffee. coffee. Good Lord. We have Go some ahead, board from chats. Barbara says, I just finished watching and thoroughly enjoyed this session. I learned so much every time. Thank you for doing this. And another blessing. She says, oh, thank you. I will be supporting your ministry in prayer and contribution. Okay, can I say something? I sure. want to thank all my partners for going on 46 years come January 1, 2022. How you have faithfully supported this ministry. And I'm going to tell you something. And you know I trust you and you trust me. We both trust God. 
but 100% of it is going into world evangelism. We are reaching people, changing lives. One soul at a time. And I know that some of you, you could use that finance for other things, but you care mm -hmm. about people you don't know. And I do not waste that. Now, I, 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 if I'm going to spend money, I spend mine. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? You know that and I know that. And we're still careful about that. Very careful about it. No matter how much we you got. I mean, uh, if I was a trillionaire, I mean, I would cut a deal. You know, I believe in... Negotiation. Uh, I, I like <laughs> negotiation. So I want to thank all our partners who have faithfully supported this ministry. And, uh, and if you, you, you know, I've had people say it's very hard to become a partner to your ministry because you don't push money like most people do. And I'm not being critical of that. I'm just, I said, well, if you want to be one, just do whatever God tells you to do. If you don't want to, still keep watching. I had a person tell me that the other night. You're the only person to ever say that. If you don't want to get down, please don't feel bad about it neither. Just don't. You know, but still keep watching. Mm -hmm. And then if you decide to, fine. Mm -hmm. Now, we have all kinds of ways you can do that if you want. You can use PayPal. You can go to our website, jdm.org, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, and we post those instructions on yeah. these posts for their all convenience. It's up there now. But let me just say this again. If you don't, that's fine. Still watch. It's a blessing that you honor us by taking time out to watch us. I want to, I want to say thank you. Amen. Okay, I want to read a few more. James says, thanks for this chat and for being my two. Amen. In Jesus' name. Actually, my four. Me, Jesse, Kathy, and Jesus. I like that. What a blessing. <laughs> that's based on that scripture where two or more agree is touching mm -hmm. anything. It'll be done. That's what we've often told our partners. I'll be your two. Some people that are new may not realize what that means. This one, Feluncio. I wonder if I pronounce it. Feligino. Feligino. What does that say? Which one? It oh, says, yeah. Pastor Jesse and Kathy Duplantis, I love you so much. I watch you from Mozambique, Africa. I am 21 years old, and when I get older, I shall be like you. Every generation, Jesse, <laughs> we have mid generations are watching us. Kathy asked me this uh, about a year or two ago. She said, Jesse, that person you're preaching for, are you old? Are they older than you? I said, Kathy, everybody I'm preaching for, uh, I'm older than they are. <laughs> you know, that's kind of thing. But you know what? We've been found faithful. That's not arrogance. That's not cockiness. Mm -hmm. It's just simply the truth. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you that you spent a little time watching the boardroom chat today. And, uh, you know, maybe you hadn't talked to your mom and dad in a while. Maybe there's been some friction or something. I feel like the Lord to say that. Why don't you give them a call and say, thank you for giving me life. We may have had our disagreements. We may have had our separations. But, I, I, you know, I'm here today because you didn't abort me. You raised me. Yeah. Every person I see like that, somebody cared enough mm -hmm. to let you live. You're right. I would like all the wars to stop because too many people die in wars. Can't we come together? in one mind and one accord. Can we learn to agree to disagree without trying to kill each other? That's the sad, the way the world is. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you something about Jesse the Planets and Kathy the Planets and Jesse the Planets Ministries. We're there for you. We're there for you. You'll never be a day without prayer. So happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful time. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. Eat a lot fast tomorrow. <laughs> That's all I can tell you to do. Oh, no, eat leftovers tomorrow. Oh, eat leftovers, yeah. But, yeah. Fast <laughs> next week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just get it all done and it'll work. Till next time, we'll see you, okay? Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.